0: And she said <laughs> got multiple personalities. Ah, oh, hey yeah. everybody alive. We are back. Yes, we have not been on live. Oh geez, we haven't done it for so long, I forgot what it's like. I
1: know. I know. Okay. We, we've been gone. I don't even know how long we've been gone for. Two months at Two least. 20. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, we apologize for that and uh we really won't be even getting an even keel back on schedule until after Gettysburg. September? Crash. November? Um, no, the end, of, the end of July. From the end of July, we are you know, every week we've got our guests booked. We've got all the things going on. Next week, we, we are going to be, uh, just me and Mama D, we're going to be catching up on a lot of things. We'll be telling mm-hmm. you what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have some cool, you know, things to show you and, and, and whatnot, and uh, maybe pull a couple of cards even for yeah. you. You know, we might do stuff like that next week on Thursday. Uh, the following week, on the 11th, I'm going to have Pam and Steve Barry, we're gonna be talking about the Gettysburg Battlefield Bash, which will be that following weekend. So that's the 15th, 16th, 17th, which again, I will be speaking at uh, this time, not paranormal, about podcasting. So that's gonna be fun. Um, and I believe I'm speaking on Saturday. Um, I, I think Okay, okay I excuse
0: me, just one moment, please. You're going to be speaking about podcasting, doing shows, and I'm not there? <laughs>
1: well i might just i might just skype you
0: in it's just she's gonna be talking about me well yeah okay gotcha
1: i i could i could i could very well talk about you but tonight we have i haven't had her on for a while i mean chris mm. and i on second sight used to have her on i actually often she's brilliant she is just um she does so much and and honest to god it's I got a video, okay, that will just it's just the tip of the iceberg of the things that this woman has does, has written, she's done movies, she's she she writes books, she writes articles, she's been on like ancient aliens and you know, like on all kinds of things. It she just does so much. Wait, you wanna know the best thing about her people? She's a redhead. <laughs> here we go <laughs> she, she's a she's a medical, <laughs> a medical intuitive um she just she's everything she's everything and she's a teacher and she's a phd and let me show you the video and get her on here exactly do it this week in the fox den with gina b and mama d we welcome dr rita louise she is a best-selling author and the founder of Institute of Applied Energetics and former host of Just Energy Radio. She is the author of the books The Dysfunctional Dance of the Empath and Narcissist, Stepping Out of Eden, E.T. Chronicles, What Myth and Legend Have to Say About Human Origin, Avoiding the Cosmic 2x4, Dark Angels, and Insider's Guide to Ghosts, Spirits, and Attached Entities, The Power Within, A Psychic Healing Primer, as well as hundreds of articles that have been published worldwide. She is the producer of a number of full-length and feature videos. Dr. Rita has appeared on film, radio, television, and has spoken at conferences around the world covering topics such as health and healing, relationships, ghosts, intuition, ancient mysteries, and the paranormal. And we welcome you to the Fox Den, Dr. Rita.
2: Hey. hey. I'm so he, glad.
0: doesn't she look like a redhead in this you may not be a but in this shot you look like a redhead. So oh, I'm cool. I'm just I'm just pulling you in for tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, she's more brunette, I'm not alone. <laughs> like all of her. But yeah, but she like I said, that 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 video seriously, it's like taking her bio that could be five pages and mm-hmm
3: to a paragraph. It's well, and that's only the stuff that I published, you know, it doesn't include like doing my own web pages and fighting with GoDaddy and doing sheetrock work and fixing my own freaking plumbing and and whatever. And that's why I love You're a woman
0: and and we can do so many things, we're multi talented.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: well, my dad always said. I might pour up that rest of your soul, Dad, I'm sorry. But uh, my dad always said, if someone else can do it, so can you, and uh, that's how I live my life, and that's why and I did carpentry, does it better. you know, so many years and whatnot. Hi, Colette. Yes, we bench, yes, tonight. She said, did we have a show tonight? I'm like, yes, we're having a show tonight. And, uh, and now you have, right, since since the last time we had you on, we talked about the um, the, the dysfunctional dance.
3: Of book. the Empath and Narcissist, correct. Yes.
1: Yes. And, uh, and now you're writing another book that's like almost done. You sent me a few excerpts of that book and that you said, don't judge me, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it was, a, it was like fabulous. It was fabulous what you what you sent me. But Thank it was like you. so much information packed into like, you know, yes, you know what I mean? It was like so much information. I'm like, you know, I can't even That's remember. how I fly. I know. Oh, I think that's what I mean. You're like, so you, your mind. You're brilliant. You are just. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. And you, you help a lot of people and, and, and thank you for being with us tonight because tonight you would have been already live at seven, right. 8, seven o'clock. So, and so
3: can I say hello to my peeps?
1: Yes, so hey everybody,
3: course. YouTube, Facebook, sorry, we're not having a live tonight, but I'm here and I'm sure if you ask a question, Okay. Not about dead people. I mean, unless they want to answer it and not about predicting the future, but after that, you know, you know me, I'm always so. game.
1: <laughs> we're not difficult. Yeah. Now, are you difficult? Are you, 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 you difficult? Me? <laughs> difficult? <laughs> yeah. Oh, please, please. But, but tell us, um, tell us about, well, first of all, because if they don't know, do a little, uh, recap about what the dysfunctional dance between the empath and narcissist is about.
3: Sure. So, well, you know, and it's really funny. And I was sharing with you just before the show, um, I was dating this guy and we split up. I like moved his stuff out and, (laughs) um, and I was kind of working on my healing and watching a bunch of videos, you know, just to kind of work through my emotions. And I came to realize that almost all of my relationships and not just romantic ones were with people that were narcissistic or were very self-serving. And it set me on this whole journey into understanding narcissism and, and why people, and it's usually people that are sensitive to energy, the empath. End up being they end up being like a moth to fire, you know, right. and you keep attracting them, but why do you let them hang around? You know, and the conclusion I came to was that there is early childhood programming that happens, you know, mm-hmm. many times through trauma, especially the empaths. You know, there's usually trauma, which is what opens them up to sensing the energy. I mean, you have you know, 18 years of going, Oh no, daddy's home, you know, but I'm still in my room, you know, and, and where's, where's his vibe? Can I come out? And, and um, so true. And it is true. And, you know, so just really looking at yourself, looking at what you brought to the table in the dynamic, because it is a dance. They're not, they're not the only ones that brought some kind of dysfunction.
1: Right. Exactly. I know. And, and it is. that It's like a magnetic force that brings the empath and the narcissistic, you know, cysts together anyway. You know, it's like they seek each other out for whatever reason,
3: you know? And I don't know that the empath seeks them out, but if they. No, they, the narcissists, though, they know. They, they, get sucked in. <laughs> they, they know.
1: They know. They're like, oh, yeah, this is like, you know. I, I, they they try to be oblivious, but I swear to God, they absolutely know exactly what they're doing. Mm. You know, they're like, you, you don't think so? I don't think so. You know? I think they do. Well, I think, I, I I think can, that I can't. I, can't well, I think
3: they do. You know, because of their trauma, it's like they like the attention, they like the love bombing. It makes them feel good. You know, so but they don't realize that there are all these strings attached you know, and then they might have other issues. They might have codependency issues. They might have an attachment disorder. You know, there's so much stuff that goes into this mix of why you stay. But, you know, also if you're a wounded empath, you have no boundaries. You know, you tend to just be that nice person that thinks everybody's nice and they're gonna treat me nice. I treat you nice, you treat me nice. It's kumbaya until you find out that you know, yeah. That's life this
1: away. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, you know, you might as well put a big thing right here and say, I am a doormat. <laughs> here, yeah. All right. So
3: this is for my podcast, but I'm just going to get it anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, so he says empath here, have no idea if I'm moving in the right direction or or nor doing a good job with my life at all. Silly question. It's not a silly okay, question. Yes, so, you are. Hey, guess who's here? Chris George. Oh look hey Chris. Pookie. Hey, Pookie. Hey, she gorgeous, reached out to Pookie. you and you hey. didn't hey. respond. Hey Taryn. Hey, love you, love you, love you, love you. Yep. So, okay, so here you go. So there this is uh one of your people,
3: I would imagine. So I she's not a name I recognize but' I'm, I'll get, I'm game she's on and your web,
0: she's on your YouTube yeah she's on
3: your YouTube because she said nice to meet us okay
1: so I don't know if that if you if that's something that you can so, answer Ziggy, whether empathically
3: intuitively you know so Ziggy I feel like. One of the things you're really working on, and I applaud you for this, is really going in and starting to pay attention to what's going on inside and evaluating, you know, what's going on with you and how you got into the whole situation. So I feel like you're in a really big learning curve right now, which is great because you can't heal, you can't move forward unless you you do the work and it's kind of ugly work. And it can be kind of painful work. But if you do the work, you come out the other end in a much better place. 100%.
1: Yep. Yeah, she's right on there. Hi, Carmen. Very nice to see you guys. I know we're back. It feels really good to be back. And yeah, Richard, Um, (laughs) with all the stress I've been going through lately, it's just been uh, one of my little ticks that I do that's what happens when you house disappear house? from me You yeah i either cut my hair or i clean and my house is filthy so <laughs> <laughs> and as you'll
0: notice her hair is shorter
1: i bought <laughs> uh, this my baby right there hi so if anybody has a question for rita all right and she she is like a medical intuitive um you know that type of thing
3: Help people with trauma. Yeah,
1: not dead people, not not mediumship tonight, okay? None none of that kind of stuff. No dead
3: people. The dead dead. people can stay at your house. That's (laughs) my rule. They stay at your house, don't come to mine. Right. And And I don't predict the future. So it has to be like a real question about something. Something yeah. that you are
1: doing, just like that. Like, you know, what's going on in your life. And then right. in, um, in the new book, though, that you're writing, it's like you're taking this book, this this dance between the empath and the narcissist, and you're going to the next level. So right.
3: it, that Okay, so got rid of that guy, wrote the dysfunctional dance. Met somebody new, thought it was way better, and actually his name is in that book, and the chapter ends with me meeting him and, and a message of hope only to start the new book. It's like, okay, well, I made a mistake. <laughs> I obviously didn't learn all of my lessons. And so, so my working title was transcending the dysfunctional dance. But then I was talking to my sister and she was like, I was like, yes, you know, so I'm trying to come up with the name. And she said, well, you should call it. It's all about me. And I think that it was just one of those just like channeled kind of moments because that name—it's it, really sticking. Yeah, it's really, and then with the subtitle "Transcending the Dysfunctional Dance of the Empath and Narcissus," yes, yeah. you yeah. know, so then it ties them together because this book is all about looking inside and evaluating your inner mental state and your inner emotional state where the other book was looking at what's going on out there and kind of my history, but doesn't really say, okay, I just had this interaction with someone and now I feel like crap and yeah. I gonna forgive them and go back, you know, and... and <laughs> over and over. Over and, and over, <laughs> you know, because many times, you know, wounded individuals never take themselves into consideration, you know? And so like the key paragraph in this book that I just kind of wrote this past week, you know, is all about boundaries because usually that's the issue is that they have no boundaries. And I have to tell you, and I'm just going to backtrack on myself. I always thought boundaries was this weird thing. Like you come up with some rule, you know, like don't leave your socks on the table and then they do it and you have to like be mean to them. And then you, you know, like to really enforce it, you kick them out. And I could never wrap my mind around it at all. I mean, I just, it always just seemed very random. <laughs> yeah. However, if you take the approach of, but what about me? Yep.
1: Yeah.
3: How does that make me feel? And okay, this is what you want to do, but what about me? And putting yourself into the equation because people that don't have boundaries never ask that question. Ever. Yep. Yep, yep you're right. You're right. Uh you
1: know, hi Ashley, long time no see. But that is that is so true. That I mean this this whole this whole relationship back and forth thing though, too. It's how do I even put that? Um, God, I, I just don't even. To make you feel like you owe them, you know, doing this, you know, like they, like they feel so bad that you should feel as bad as they do because you didn't say I love you in the morning. You know what I mean? And it ruined my whole day so your day should be ruined and then they'll make it ruined for you you
3: know but when that happens but think about the the dynamics so they're like rah, 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 making you feel guilty shaving you whatever and inside of you you're like you know oh what do i need to do oh my god they're mad at me how can i make them <laughs> happy again versus Wait a minute, I feel like crap inside, and your voicing that is leaving me feel this way. Kind of like I would say a choice word, but you. Blank you. I say it all the time. Gina's favorite word.
0: <laughs> she won't say it because she's building me a, a castle with all oh, of her, with my swear I jars. I,
1: I have a swear jar, it's this big. There <laughs> All right but hers she's got like
0: yeah cuz when i swear i always say sorry <laughs> 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 kind
1: of like karma it is kind of like karma um you think things might go around you 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 would hope that the way some people treat people that the karma will get them you know like we pray for that kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. but, but here you go it's like all right well why are we praying for that why don't we fix that all right why don't we change that and get mm-hmm. out of that relationship and or you know try to send that person to counseling the one that's making you feel like you have to go to counseling you know you
3: know but <laughs> if somebody's a narcissist there's not, any, there's not, not anything nervous. wrong with them so why right. did they possibly need counseling <laughs> <laughs> i know life is wonderful if you do it my way so it's the true. guy that i got rid of before this book out with the other book he took a copy of the dysfunctional dance with him when he left because he went to go find himself, you know, a typical narcissist exit strategy line. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he, he drove off with his RV and I started packing his stuff up because I already I already knew I wrote the freaking book. You know, I already knew. There you go. <laughs> and, and he was telling me, he goes, well, you know, I read that book and I think I'm OK. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Not so much, yeah. No, no. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Just come get your job. <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I love it. Ah, uh, hold on a second here. Um, we're we're good. We're we're good. We're um, behaving. Very very busy. Uh, you know, but but good. Uh, Laurel, Carmen says I've heard a lot of excuses during my relationship. So I'm, I'm good on being single. Single, but you know what? You don't have to be single. That's the thing you know there are, there are good decent people out in the world you know um
3: i don't know i haven't ever met any <laughs> <laughs> all right i haven't ever dated any how's that well i can't
1: i know say. they're like your friends right the the wow. good friends you know and yeah. then you never want to ruin the friends some um, things by dating <laughs> so you know that or they belong to somebody else and have sexy legs oops sorry bob <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yep, yep. Bob's taken. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I found, I found a, a couple in my in my lifetime that are very, very good. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean my, my, you've got your moments. <laughs>
0: I love you moments. Everybody does. I mean, I've been married for thirty some odd years now. Must be how long? And and we have our moments, and I love it when when the young ones where I used to work, I used to work in a, in a convenience store and the young ones would come in one day, oh my God, I'm in love, he's that perfect. And two weeks later, I hate his guts. I was like, it's like, it's not, it's not an easy road. It's something that has to be worked with. And and there are, you know, the yin and the yang of the personalities. There'll be days where Gina wants to put her hands around Bob's throat and I think he's
1: peaches and cream. <laughs> <laughs> yep I know exactly well, that's it. you know men and women are different the yep. they are I mean we use two sides of the brain they use one <laughs> and another but
3: they have two brains
1: but
0: yep exactly so,
1: <laughs> you know it's like which brain is r- ruling you today all right exactly. but um you know that's but that's the that's just the way it is. That's the way, you know,
3: you know, but it really, to me comes down to finding common ground. It comes to negotiating, it comes to talking things out. And if you're with a narcissistic or self-centered person, it really becomes around, but this is what I want. <laughs> and I <love> him. <laughs> This is what I want. And you have to conform to my will.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we, I think, you know, like we, we've worked on things and stuff and yeah, it's not been easy, you know, especially like, you know, we, we, at, at our age too, you know, in a new relationship, you come with baggage, you know, there's this, yeah. like there's no way to not. And then your baggage could be a problem because, you know, you think that this is this the way that everybody's going to be. And that's not the case, you know, or you, you know, in, I know know you're watching bob (laughs) but you you think that i think something that i would never in a million years ever even come to me you know even when you tell me i'm so shocked that you would think that i would think that you know what i mean or say something and it's like never never you know and then where that comes from i don't know but i know other people say the same thing you know like they'll be like well they're thinking that you're doing this or whatever and it's like yet thinking but you know, are they actually doing those things? No, they're not. But that will plague the mind of the person thinking that you're thinking that,
3: you know what I- And see, and that's one of the topics that I cover in this new book is really about our thoughts and our thought processes, you know, because that's part of our inner world. Um, I have to write this down because I'm gonna go somewhere else first. Did you know that 80% 80% of our thinking is negative. 80%.
1: Oh my god. Well you know, that's and, horrible. And well that's it. I'm not
3: listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Right and there. so, you know, we wonder why people walk around and they're not happy and they're not filled with joy and they aren't uplifted. You know, and there are people that you know, work on gratitude and they say, thank you. And they look for the good things that are going on in life. But the vast majority of people just walk around, you know, wondering what's going to happen and thinking, you know, they're fat or they got bad hair or, you know, these terrible, terrible things about themselves. But then, but then there are the stories that people carry that are that take a situation, that take one little teeny nugget of fact and add all of this stuff to it, mm. that they make up, make up in their own mind. And since we have 80% negative thinking, what we're making up in our own mind is usually going to be a negative thought attached to this little tidbit of factual information. You know, So your husband doesn't call you when he's supposed to. And so the first thing you're thinking is like, oh my God, where is he? Is he with another woman? Is he out drinking? You know, you think all those terrible <laughs> things. Versus, versus, he went yes, to the supermarket and he was a five thousand shopper, and they like did balloons, and he's going to get a check for twenty five thousand dollars. We never think that. Never, <laughs> ever, you know? My
0: husband just you know? thinks I'm just running off my face with people, and I'm not. I'm just waiting in line. I'm just patient. I have no pa- I have no stress. Yeah, no, it, it's. I agree. There are things that we sit there and go, "Oh my God, he's late!" Like, what's happening? What's wrong? And it's like, where is he? And who's he talking to? And so, yeah. But as 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 happy as a personality that I am, I happen. To, I don't know if it's eighty percent negative, but I do agree. There's a lot of negative thoughts that go through my brain that I have to physically sit there and go, "Like, darling, stop doing that." Stop thinking like that. And it's it, it's. I'll
1: you know. I'll do that. I will run. I will do be like you know make that that snowball into you know the the huge thing. I I will do that and um, and I and I'll try to catch myself too. You know, like I'll even start saying things out loud like Jesus Christ can't do it? you know and then and then I'm like wait a minute stop yeah stop and then I got to try to think of gratitude. It's like the the one thing that always pulls me out is a gratitude list always. Mm-hmm. It's always, yeah, Um, but I want to say, though, uh, the little snippet that you sent me and you, you talk about, uh, the concept of emotional addiction. I freaking love that. I freaking love that because that's this totally, you know? So can you, can you
3: explain that
1: please?
3: (laughs) Okay. And so I, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I'm just going to kind of wing it, you know, but, um, so this shows up primarily in I'll say narcissistic relationships, you know? And so when somebody enters into a relationship and I'm going to say with a narcissist, because that seems to be the most difficult. It's one of the things they do is they do love bombing and they like say all these really super nice things to you and you get along really good. And you know you think you met your soulmate because you're just clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking and so they use that to kind of suck you into their little dastardly web mm-hmm. but <laughs> it <true>. is
2: dastardly. <laughs> uh,
3: you know and once you're there something will always happen down the road you know within several months that you question them you know you make some comment and the mask starts to break yeah and you start moving into the devaluation phase where once you walked on water and you know yeah. all this great stuff and now eh, maybe you're not so good and and it can go downhill for the, the honeymoon yeah is definitely over yeah so When you're in that that love bombing stage, your body is releasing hormones like dopamine and serotonin that feel good to the body that make us want to connect with people and be intimate with them. And so and because it's so much and so intense, we're like getting these dopamine rushes. We're literally getting high on feel good hormones. Mm -hmm. But then things shift and they aren't so good and they make that snide comment like you're gonna wear that dress again Mm -hmm. and 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 your heart goes oh and it just drops into your stomach and you're not releasing those feel good hormones anymore now you're releasing things like cortisol but you had this emotional high and now you're having a crash land dump just a dump and so but like any other addict, you're going to try to
1: chase that,
3: high. right? And so then it's kind of like you know all you want to do is to not feel that way, mm-hmm. you know, not feel that way. So you know you go be nice, then you kind of wait it out because the good was so good, you know that you're, you'll tolerate the really crappy waiting for that high again, and that cycle keeps happening and happening. You know, but it starts off in small ways. They make that little snide comment. You know, then they, you know, it just gets bigger and bigger, the intensity of what they'll do or what they try to get away with. But by that point in time, you are so addicted to that roller coaster of highs and lows that it is really hard to get out of and Mm -hmm. get rid of. You know, and so they say that, you know, breaking an emotional addiction is harder than putting uh, a heroin addiction because the yeah. high is just so much. And so when people end a toxic relationship, it tends to be very hard. Oh, you know, so when it gets really bad, let's put the really bad little qualifier. So let's say it's really bad and you're in an abusive situation, an abusive relationship. You know, and they're beating you. I mean, to me, like that, you know, it's bad enough, you're yelling at me, you know, right. lay a hand on me, that to me is the war.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. But, yeah. okay, so they beat the crap out of you. And then, you know, the next day, the next morning, they're like, oh, I love you. I didn't mean to beat the crap out of you and leave bruises all over your body or break your heart. Or break your bone, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, so just forgive me. I won't do it again. And when they do that, your dopamine and your your uh, serotonin go wing and you are high again. And then you forgive them. Yeah yep you know and they play on the whole idea of hope you know they give you hope that it's going to be you can change them
1: you know your love is going to change them you're the one that's going to do it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: yeah so you know and so people think that people i'll say women that are in you know really abusive relationships i mean we think you know physical abuse is a really abusive relationship Mm -hmm go back because there's some desire to be with this person. But I think there's an underlying chemical thing going on with them that makes it just really hard to go. I mean, there really is a chemistry that they're addicted to.
1: Yeah. But I mean, an addictive personality is an addictive personality. I mean, no, no matter what it is. Yep. You know, ice cream. You like ice cream? You're going to be addicted to ice cream. You're going to have to have it every time, right? You, know, you want it, right? The same thing, you know, anything that you bring into your life, whether, you know, usually it's the drugs and the alcohol and things like that, you know, but that aside, no chemical, additional chemicals. It's just your body chemistry
3: that you like it. You have to have it, you know, I mean, it can be anything, anything. I would kind of. Maybe not a hundred percent agree with you. I mean, I hear you about the emotion, the addiction part, which definitely plays in a piece of it. But it would be like, and I know you're so going to get this. You get up in the morning and you can't have a cup of coffee. <gasps> that, <laughs> it's that. Yeah. but it's that, yeah. You know? and, and you're like, I'm going to kill somebody now.
0: That's that's, mm-hmm. yeah. You
3: know, that's more the that level it. of but that's more the level of addiction that I feel these people have versus, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna have a cookie.
1: Well, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just using that as like an example of, of an addictive personality, like mm-hmm. you know, maybe with addictive personalities fall into this category more so than maybe someone that, that doesn't want to be addicted. They can go out and just, you know, um, have a couple drinks and be fine. And there's, then there's the addictive personality person that just can't, you mm-hmm. know? And, you know, and this person could have casual relationships, but this addictive personality can
3: Can.
1: Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, that was my, that was my point. It wasn't just a,
3: that. I get that point. Uh-huh. But yeah, coffee.
1: Oh, don't yeah.
3: take my coffee.
1: <laughs> no, that would not be prudent.
3: You know, you know when you look at you it from that biochemistry perspective, like you can't have that cup of coffee in the morning. I mean, that's kind of. Emotionally devastating. It is. Do you know that's the
1: best part of my day because Bob gets up for of work, <laughs> and he brings me coffee, and and puts it on my nightstand. So when I wake up, I have coffee there, and it's just like it's a oh, and it's no oh, small mug either. Coffee. It's a giant yeah, it's giant. A giant. <laughs> but it, it it is. It's like a giant ray of sunshine. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for joining. Um, if you guys have any questions, uh, for for Dr. Rita, um, about anything. You know, right. <laughs> uh, she's Except dead people.
0: Yeah, no dead, <laughs> not dead, people, no dead people. You know, um, and
1: no, future. Uh, relationships, or um, and we could even talk paranormal. I mean, but but we are talking about this um this this upcoming book, and um. I can't wait to get this book. I, so you know, what do you
3: think about that title? I like it's that. It's All about me. I, I like think it's good. It's perfect. Perfect. I want to like put Toby Keith, you know, like I want to talk about me, you know, as part of like the the.
1: I was gonna get a little snippet of the song, but then I don't want the, the show band because of the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah, sure. But uh, but yeah, that's that's that is uh, that's perfect. That's the perfect song, you know. It's like you should, I don't know, reference that somewhere in the in the book, but.
3: Well, I'm thinking about you know like because I always have a quote at the top of every new chapter and i think that might be like you know the intro quote because really you know with some narcissists that's really how it is it's kind of like okay well you know you've just talked for the last 12 hours can i like throw something in there maybe right
1: right yeah it's like your your life is so bad well what about the the person that's sharing it with you Mm you know you think this one's peaches and cream over here <laughs> We're in the same house
0: <laughs> yep. it's like when my husband says oh you're crazy i was like who's crazier me or the one who married me <laughs> oh, i don't
3: like being called crazy i just I, I just say i'm not crazy i'm just weird and it's i, I like, totally i
0: admit that. to being crazy to a certain extent i can show you crazy
1: yeah exactly i'm a redhead you, you want to see crazy we'll show you crazy oh my god my kids were so little this just reminded me of this we were they were little they were like i don't know six four We were driving down the street there's a we drive by a store and it's a basket case this is the name of it and i said oh look at a basket case and you know my daughter jesse's like oh can we go with it it's like a flower place or something and i'm like you want to see a basket case i'll show you a basket case. <laughs> and i was like <laughs> <laughs> driving, and they were just like, What the hell did like, you Do that? That? I said, You want to go in there?
0: It's like, Mom, <laughs> not in
1: public. You
0: go.
1: Oh, God. Well, it just reminded me of that. I totally forgot about that until just now. So, you know, hey, the brain works. Good. <laughs> Right, because that was many, many, many moons ago. Um, yeah, but I, you know what I did? I, I was like, I was circling some, some different things in here, too. Uh, oh, yeah, you were just talking about the abuse thing. Um, oh, you bring up e- Edgar Tolley, too. Oh,
3: where he talks about the pain body
1: and the newer, yeah, the phenomena called the pain body and. Contends that the pain body feeds off our negative thought, and there's—I can't read because like, I don't have my glasses on. Here we go. Well, you know it, right? You wrote it.
3: He's that was okay. like several chapters
0: back. Once <laughs> <laughs> it's down
1: on paper, she he discusses the phenomenon like of the pain body. He contends that the pain body feeds off of our negative thought and their associated emotional responses, just like the alcoholic who needs one more drink and then another to feel good, you can start to crave your negative emotions.
3: Crave them. That's- well, you know, I have a little bit of an issue with his description, you know, in reading it. However, <laughs> I was able to look at my life and go, oh yeah, I must have a really big pink body, you know? <laughs> which is so much better. Um, you know, so when you're having those moments where something happened and it can just be innocuous and, and you find yourself ruminating about it where you're thinking about that situation over and over maybe I should have done this, or maybe I should have done that. Or you're worrying about something. It's like, well, what about this? Well, what if this happened? What about this? It's like you are creating this energetic dynamic, within yourself and his contention is that you get used to it and perhaps you create situations in your life so that you can have that experience and beat it
1: there's a lot of people that i know that love this negative stuff
3: it's like there can be so many good
1: things going on in their life and yet it's still oh woe is me Oh, this happened. Oh, that happened. Oh, I yeah. feel like this, and oh, I have to do that, and oh, and it's draining, you know. And I swear it doesn't help for your health at no. all. You know, my friend, like God rest her soul. Again, Kathy, she was like this. You know, um, all of her family was fabulous. They were all upbeat and everything. Of course, she's my my friend. You know, and I tried to help her forever, but um, she got so sick. You know, just so sick all the time and she had so many different types of cancers and it finally did get her you know but it's like she was always gloom and doom when she did get into the relationship, the very abusive relationship like she jumped out a second story window to save her life from the sky. I'm like, that wow. is insanity that is you know? and she went back. I said, that is even more insanity. you know I think she broke her ankle at that point, you know and I'm just what the hell? You, think of what you just told me. You told me you jumped out a window. It's a second story window. Okay? Does that click? Does that, you know, ring any bells for you? <laughs> you know, that this is not the right relationship. I mean, it. took mean, it took a long time for her to get out of that. you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she got into another not so great relationship. Didn't end up well. But she did have a daughter. She lived her life for her daughter. Now her daughter ended up ODing. And she passed mm-hmm. away while she was sick. You know, she was like hanging on. I would think it was the only thing keeping her alive, you know. And after she That's passed, she passed. You know, she had really she felt like she had nothing left to live for, you know, and that is just so sad. But that is like all of these things in that in a nutshell, you know, and I just no matter what I did or what I said. And I couldn't hang around with her all the time because it does it like it wears on you.
3: Mm. Well, I mean, it's an energy drink. Yeah. You know, right. and you're not being fed. I mean, you're just being fed negative. You're not being fed anything good or positive or uplifting. You know, so I'm sure you know this word, but fetching, You know, it's a Yiddish word that means bitching. And kvetching. so, mm-hmm. you know, there's a chapter that's called Quit the Kvetching. And, uh,. <laughs> you know, but there are a lot of people that never can see the good in anything. And they, again, it goes with that whole 80% negative thinking, you know, and I tell the story about my dad, because he was a prof- a professional adventure. And, um, and he and my mom went to a family friend's wedding. So this is when I stole lived in New York. And so this is how the story went. And I'm, tell, I'm telling you, like, all I know of this whole story, which is not much. So they went there, and there was a four-piece orchestra playing while they had Lobster Thermidor for dinner. Then there was a live band that played to, for dancing, you know, at during the reception part and whatever. And so I was like, so what did you think, you know, what did you think of it? He goes, the food was cold. Huh. Wow. wow. And that was it. That was it. Oh, and they paid like $40,000 for this thing. Wow. But the family was like the wife's family was connected. if You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it wasn't really all that surprising. Um, but but that those were his comments. The food was cold and it cost a lot of money. And not like they had, a, it was a nice setup. The music was good. You know, and there are a lot of people that that is their outlook. They only look at the negative part. They never have moments where they're thankful. You know, they never practice gratitude. So there could be something great. You could win the lottery and go, yeah, but I couldn't get a parking ticket when I went to go collect my money. You know, and that might be like your only good, you know, the only thing that you take away from it. (laughs) <laughs> or you know the government took forty percent. It's like yeah, but you walked. Away you didn't have that. yeah, you, you walked you away. dollars. You didn't yeah. have that to begin with. What <laughs> the heck?
1: You know, even if it comes down to a dollar, you know, it's a dollar
3: better than you were before. <laughs> you know, but again, but they they don't see the part that they gain. You know, they don't see the good part. They just see the negative aspect of what's going on. And so there are a lot of people like that vet all the time.
1: Mm-hmm right all the time all the time yep i used to have clients i used to go in and be like Ugh. you know i i did everything under the sun pretty much except for dancing <laughs> to <laughs> people up you know what i mean i'm just like uh, and this one one this one old grumpy guy you know his wife arlene was like you'll never get him to to smile or anything like that i said oh yeah watch me <laughs> just watch and you know, he, he tried to fight it. He tried to fight it. You know, and you could see him smirking a little bit, smirking a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see, you, I see, you, I see. You. you know, and and we ended up having the best relationship. You know, like the, the three of us. You know what I mean? Like, he, and then he was looking forward to me coming, and then he wanted me to sit down and eat bagels with him. And you know, come come and have. A, I want you to have French toast. I want you to have this. I want you have, like. No, I'm here to work. I'm not. i not here to you know eat. And, no, just you sit down now. You sit. and <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, I created this monster. Now I got to deal with it, yeah. Yeah. So I, I would, uh, say, all right, I'll have a bagel, you know. I, I even
3: have you to know, do. but you can, you can even get through to those grumpy people. So I worked at Starbucks mm-hmm. a number of years ago, and I did the early morning shift. So I would get, you know, all the commuters. That's fun.
1: Yeah, everybody coming
3: for their first coffee. It was okay. And so there was this guy, and I don't remember his name, but he was this grumpy old man, and mm-hmm. he would come in grande black and bold and you know so and he came in every morning every morning and i would just give him a bad time every day and so they would have like samples of frappuccinos and samples of this and i'm like here you need to have some he would only take it if i gave it to him and not that he would willingly take it even though you knew he liked it Mm -hmm. but he would take it because i was like no you have to do it so (laughs) so he um Obviously, he was taking some kind of blood thinner because he would always have those like red splotches uh, yeah. on him. And he came in one, and he would always come in and like have like little cuts and stuff. And so one day he, so I was prepared. So one day he came in and he had a cut on his hand and it was like a little oozy. And I said, you know what? Let me go get you a band I got him a hello kitty band-aid i put it on him oh my (laughs) god and he just looked at me like hello kitty and i was like what you don't like it (laughs) i know in my heart he wore like freaking band-aid all All day day long
0: oh yeah oh yeah for sure
3: i used to work at a
1: fruit stand we had the grumpy people too we had this like uh you know and we worked our asses off in there i'll tell you you know but it was in great shape but um, but it was it was real people oriented, you know. And this guy would come in, you know, roly poly, old Italian, and he's got a big out mouth, you know, all the time. And he'd be like, I want a pound of peppers. You're like, you want a what? <laughs> I know exactly what he's saying. He wants a pound of peppers. He gets a pound of peppers every freaking Sunday morning, right? I'm like, you want a what? You want what? What? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Take the damn thing out of your mouth and talk to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he would get, he would, he was really grumpy. And then he ended up loving me an Angel, you know, as we ended up taking the blaze over, you know, huh, isn't that like, you know, part of the course, right? But, mm-hmm. but we did. And, um, we had such a ball with all our people, you know, our regulars would come in and they, and they just loved it. They loved it because they had a great time, you know, uh, even if they had to wait in big lines, you know, would make it all entertaining, oh, yeah. you know, the whole time because we talked with everybody, you know, and, and not talk to, to hold up the line, you know what I mean? Like we'd speed up the line if they were like hemming and hawing like hey if you're not going to tell me what you want real quick i said i got your list going right here i'm going to ask start with this one you know and you know things like that they'd understand you know because i'm like Mm -hmm. you know they're they're waiting just like you were waiting you know what i mean you know but we'd be like and be like and then i'd look back and go yeah have you figured it out yet you know what you want now (laughs) how about now is it now
3: you know what you want now (laughs) you know but with those grumpy people that you can finally get through to you know and Maybe not make them smile on the outside, but you know they're smiling on the inside. Oh, yeah. I will bet if you ask them about good memories they have, that those interactions would be Mm -hmm. good memories that they have.
1: Right, right. So that guy will say, you know, oh, there was a girl at Starbucks that I love, you know, and and Mama Dee would have, oh, there was a girl that worked at that convenience store, and I just loved her because she did the same thing to the people that walked in there, you know, and the and the grumpies, and she would make them smile, and you know, or or slow down, you know, and and talk to them, you know. So we all we all do that. We do, you know, we we. It's like what we are, you know. Yeah, people. exactly. You
3: know? Yeah, but we don't have like eighty percent bad energy because <laughs> who wants to hang around? I have gotten because you know, one of my goals over the last year and a half, two years, well more than that, is really about raising my awareness, you know, and when I'm around those people that are just cranky, it's kinda like Hmm. I think on the I, here. I I I think I gotta go to the restroom. Yeah. Restroom. <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> It's easier to deal.
0: It's easier to deal with the grumpy people when they're your clients, your customers, than when they're your family or friends. Because the clients, customers, I, I can, I can, I can force them to smile. You know, I can be as grumpy as they are. I used to have a gentleman who nobody wanted to serve him, and I'm like, why? He's always in a grumpy mood. So he came in one day, and he, and, and. In our store we used to have to greet the people as they walked in and i went hello mr sunshine how you doing and he looked at me and he says oh for christ's sake are you always this goddamn chipper i went only when you walk in the store and he was like oh no like i would get him i could speak to him when he was at getting gas i could speak to him through the speaker do the exact same thing and he goes are you still here are you here today and he knew exactly what days i worked five days a week and he would only come during the days you know, during the week, never came on the weekends because I was the only one to put up with BS and make them smile. You know, so it's like, it's it's easy to deal with your clients because you have them for such a short period of time. When they come into your place, you may, we make sure that they don't, for me, I would make sure that you come in with a grumpy old mood. But trust me, when you left, you were smiling.
2: Mm-hmm
0: you know, and, and I enjoyed that job. I enjoyed my clients. They, I still see some of them to, to this day. I don't work there anymore. And and they'd be like, oh, when are you coming
1: back? Never. <laughs> I love you, but never. I was, I was I was on a cruise with my daughter. We were on the beach in St. Saint, Saint Martin. Someone comes up to me and goes, I recognize you. And I said, duh. <laughs> right? Okay. And okay. Uh, they go, you're fruit stand people, aren't you? And I was just like, oh my God, because that was, you know, even when I was really young, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I work there. He's like, "Grafton Street, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my
0: God. Like, oh, I was the, did, you were the troublemaker. Okay, no, I was not. I was this perfect angel.
1: No. I will not confirm nor deny <laughs> <laughs> any allegations. He pleads the fifth. They gotcha. <laughs> I always say, I plead the fifth. I married an American. I can do that. There you go. Ah. Amy Yost says, hello, do you think uh, the narcissist is finally going to give up now and that he's not going to answer to a phone call two months ago, wait, that he got no answer to a phone call two months ago, and no response to his Hoover text message last week. Uh,
3: Hoover? Hoover, Hoover. 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 Text like a me- vacuum cleaner like the
1: okay. I am at no contact for eight months.
3: Congratulations, Amy.
1: Congratulations. Yeah,
3: That's really good. You know, so this is my take on the whole reach out is that there's some issue going on with his current supply. And I'm going to talk technical. There's some issue going on mm-hmm. with his current supply. And so he needs reaffirmation and is reaching out to anybody that um, he maybe can get some energy returned to him because like a vacuum cleaner, they just suck it up and they will just suck you dry. And so when they do stuff like that, it is never about reconnecting and recreating the relationship because they love you. It's they want you back so that they can get your energy from you.
0: You know,
3: and if they were with you for a long time, it's like you were pretty good and easy supply for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. makes you just feel really stupid being on the receiving end of that. Yeah. See, she can say I'm brilliant, but I'm really good at being on the receiving end of that. Yeah, no, I know. Well, you
1: know what? You can't be everything. Right? No, you've been doing so many other things. It's like you've just, you know, you, you, again, you're that nice. You're that, you know, you just thought that this was. I treat you like this; you're gonna treat me like that. You had that great beginning, you know, and then you know when it comes slowly, slowly, slowly. But then there's enough is enough is enough, enough, you know. You were smart enough to leave, and you know, and be done with it. So yes, you are still brilliant. <laughs> you know, honest to God. I mean, if you guys have not go to her site, I'm gonna put up her site right here, okay? Um, banners, banners, banners. All right, soulhealer.com. All right. If you go there, you can see all her books are on there. All the movies, like links to where you can get all her movies and such. Um, i got to get that up here. Right? So this is just some of the books. I don't even, I think you've got more books out than this. I'm not even. No,
3: that's it. But the Jumpstart Your Intuition is the free download for my medical intuition training program, which is a professional level medical intuition, intuitive counseling, and medical or energy medicine certification training. Wow.
1: You see what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, she's, she's, she's just does everything. Plus she's been on like, and and she, a kind of fun. And fun. she's a wicked fun. She remind you remind she me is. of Now this I, there's a typo in here. Okay, but these are like her, her list of her movies. I might have to hit this again, so i I'm gonna put it up here for 15 seconds. Um, but these movies, I, I remember watching Icon um, years ago when you were on Second Sight and I watched that and I still talk about those things today, you know, and the, and the meanings of things and the iconography from continent to continent to continent when there was no travel, you know, all that stuff still Resonates in my brain,
3: you know, there's something funny. So I was finishing that movie up and I um, burned it to a DVD because that was, you know, like the thing then burned it to a DVD, put it in my DVD player on my like 55 inch TV set. And I go into the kitchen and I'm making dinner and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm in the other room and I don't know if the cat stepped on the controller or what happened. But it started playing. And I'm, you know, in there and like I hear this voice and it's talking about this ancient mystery and blah blah blah. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. <laughs> then I go in the other room and I realize it was me. <laughs> me. <laughs> it really is
1: though. I mean, oh my God, you like it's it's mesmerizing. And I just love your cinematography and everything. Everything about
3: it was like perfect.
1: I love it. I love them. You know. I think that and might be
3: after this book, I might either do this new book on tape or do some video in that production mode. Not just to like, hey, I'm Dr. Rita and I'm going to talk to you, but more. You know, yeah. Like, the the whole epic, yeah thing. yeah because yeah. it was very epic, very big.
1: You know, and it really grabbed your attention. The thing is, the content really grabbed your attention, but just the way that you did it and the and art oh, guys you've got to watch them you just have to watch it
3: and um, it has an original soundtrack that goes to it i had someone that actually did the entire soundtrack for that
1: wow but right now i have to let's see we have a um video from athena and i think if i do this i think we all get bumped down i'm pretty sure if i do it this way but we have a crystal of the week with athena you know i'm it yeah, We've been off for a while, so I'm like a little rusty here on how the show runs. It's like my show, but how do I run it? <laughs> like this. All right. So I'm going to play this little uh, Crystal of the, the Week segment from Athena, who was just so nice enough to make this for us today. And mm-hmm. we'll be back right after
4: Hello loves, happy summer. I am Athena Barry, Reiki master and author of award-winning book, Raise Your Vibes, Raise Your Vibes Oracle Cards and Manifest, my big book of blessings. And of course, creator of CrystalReikiHealer.com. And I'm so grateful to be back for another week, kicking off summer here on the Fox Den Show with our Crystal of the Week segment. So let's dive in. For this week's show, I really felt called to the energy of orange calcite. Yeah, see this beautiful crystal is amazing for helping you to feel safe as you explore and break free from old patterns that are repressing your energy levels and perhaps even Causing the blues, right? Or feeling disconnected, dealing with physical ailments like a slow metabolism or hormonal imbalance. Anytime we are dealing with emotional or physical pain, these energies tend to creep into and affect our sense of well being. So orange calcite ushers in the energy of the sun, shining light on old wounds that are ready to heal. Any dissonant energy that's trapped within the body, especially um, within our womb, reproductive organs, um, our hip flexors, or pelvis is brought to the surface to release. And it's with this warm, gentle energy that is orange calcite. Orange Calcite is number 17 in my Oracle deck, Raise Your Vibes Crystal Cards. And it is the crystal of liberation. It activates our sacral chakra and allows the golden energy of the sun to wash over our body, illuminating those darker corners of the self so you can bring your focus back to a sense of self-worth self value and create a life that brings you joy and warmth ways you can use this crystal it is a great one to carry around with you now it's not as hard as other crystals so unless it's wire wrapped uh, jewelry probably won't work as well it can be used in your crystal grids under your pillow which i love because we spend so much time there right Um, and as you know i love to keep one in my bra maybe not maybe not this size, but a smaller one or in your pocket, that'll do just as well as, as well. Um, It's wonderful to place next to you in the bath while you enjoy a spiritual bath to recharge your energy. And it's great to hold in your hands or next to you while you meditate. After the show, you can check out my ASMR Reiki healing here on YouTube, uh, featuring orange calcite to support your journey in healing. And of course, i love to leave you with a wonderful affirmation to help you connect to your crystal's energy. And for Orange Calcite, it is, I am healed through my creativity and enjoy the power of the sun to keep me strong. And that wraps up our Crystal of the Week segment for orange calcite. Wishing you all a wonderful start to the summer. And ladies, thank you so much for having me join you. I hope this has brought some value to your show. Many blessings.
0: So that was pretty cool. That's my girl. For those of for those of you who are in, in the audio version of this show, go to our website, go to our Facebook page, go to our um, YouTube. Uh, the links for Dr. Rita Louise's f- website is there. The link for um, Athena's YouTube channel is there. I put links in. All you can do is click on them. But just go on over to both all of our channels and, and subscribe and hit the notification buttons because... Not only do we, Gina and I, have great shells, but so does Dr. Rita. And just we, yep. do it. It's
1: on an hour before. Maybe find yeah. you uh, on Thursday, right? And uh, so that's, that's Rita's soulhealer.com and crystalreikihealer.com is Athena. Um, yeah, so they both do, you know, like we got Reiki Master here, we got Reiki Master there. She's a Reiki Master, and I am not. You're okay. just
3: a nasty girl
1: just do everything. I'm a jack of everything. And uh and I, I did I did prana. Oh, look at this. It said, "Thank you. That was wonderful. That's awesome. I'm glad you I'm glad you enjoyed it." You know, um we we brought her on. She came on to do her book, right? Raise your vibes mm-hmm. as a guest. And we loved her so much. We didn't let her go. <laughs>
3: So that she comes, I just am like, she just had such wonderful, wonderful facial expressions. And, and I'm like, yeah, I could never do that. I just like to like, hey, let's smoke a cigarette and have a drink, you know, (laughs) let's talk about this stuff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so true. That's why I love you. That's why I love you. I'm telling you, I always said it to You, you gotta meet my friend Angel because you two are like clones. Oh. You know, and she was my she was my best friend. She was the one that I took over the whole, you know, um food stand business, you know, it was her uh-huh. and then it was her family, her, you know, and I that you know got me into being my own boss, my own business, you know, that mentality. My whole life, you know, and it was from that, you know, had I not, I don't know where I'd be today. You know, I certainly wouldn't be here, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't know where I would be, but you know, people come into your lives for definite reasons. Mm Yeah. And Athena came on to our show and we just absolutely loved her and loved her message and everything. And she's just such a bright, shining light, you know. And I'm like, can you, do you want to talk about crystals every week? You know, she's like, sure.
0: She, 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 I'm sorry, but Gina sucks you in. I was only supposed to be here for a couple of shows, just testing it out. Was it four years later, three years later? I can't remember, it's been so long. <laughs> Athena, just come on in, try a couple of things. And now she's here. She may not be here live, but she's still here. She makes videos for us every week and she's like, I'm pretty sure she's kind of like, how did I get here? It just, <laughs> Athena has that ability. I
1: can, I can make you disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I can make this merger, Philip. <laughs> I know. i know. <laughs> well, um, back now. <laughs> but, but shiny, yeah, shiny ball moment over. But but yeah. she always does pick a, a crystal that does work well with the show. So that was a, I think, a perfect crystal for this. It was shell, about mm-hmm. the energies, about dealing with the emotions, about you know all the things, and especially from a woman's perspective, because now you have. Sacral chakra involved and everything, you have to hit your microphone away. There you go. There you go. So, um, we breathe here on the show. Yeah, we're gonna have breather. <laughs> 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 um, but it, but I just thought that was it was really perfect, right? You you, you
3: gotta. Agree. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so it's you know, just, I
3: just like the part about like, bring it, having it bring your inner light out and shining light on the situation, and If you know, based kind of on our conversation, you know, that's what many people need is to shine some light yeah. on what's really going on for them.
1: Right, right. Or to get out of that, even just that mindset is to make that gratitude list. Everyone mm-hmm. has to think about that gratitude list, you know. Um, I don't care how low you are, there's got to be something, something that you have that you're grateful for, you know, like, even if you're, right, in- so I
3: have, I have to tell you, it's else. like, I try to do gratitude, like while I was dealing with the relationship stuff, you know, and they're like, you know, well, just think of something that makes you happy, you know, and so I was like, thought about my late husband, and then I'm like, Oh, but he's dead. So I would start right. to cry. Right. And then I would think about the dog Bitsy, the dog poodle with the tinfoil hat, and uh, but she's dead. So I started to cry, and I'm like, okay, well, let's just. <laughs> but let's, they were in your life for a reason. They brought. Well, so much I know, and they made me happy, except for you know they're dead, and now yeah. it makes well, me cry. They lose you know, water, and so. I'm not make it. <laughs> you know, so I found a slight shift
1: on that
3: that i found to be a little easier and less like oh well that just seems like bullshit, or it's making me upset is i am you know mm-hmm. i am confident i'm capable i'm a good cook i like to mow the lawn you know and things that you believe that are true like about that. yourself you know like so if i said well, I'm rich and famous, you know. Like my little inner critic would be like, "No, you're not." <laughs> you know, but if you say things that are are true, and come from your essence, you know, regardless of what those are, and you can have them pre-planned. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. You know, yeah, it, it
3: strengthens you. It you does. It does.
1: And that's that's exactly it—the gratitude list thing that that mm-hmm. I, I make. It's like the things, not like you know. Not, not that, not, you know, I was grateful to have my husband in my life, but no, like just I have a roof over my head yay all right i i did do i accomplished a lot through my work I, my roof over my head is paid for okay i was like mm-hmm. all these things like there's a lot of things to be grateful for there's a lot of things to be like oh well this roof needs a freaking roof and then mm-hmm. this you know that room needs to be wallpapered and this one needs i get to strip the wallpaper on you know nine foot ceilings and freaking 26 foot long rooms and you know do i want to do that? That's not that thing. i know Easy. it's once you start it goes but it's the process you know but you know but that's how that's how quick how quick it can go the other way that mm-hmm. comes in and can just zap away all that stuff and it's like you it gotta stop it stop it all right just think again you know well if the room isn't that bad
3: <laughs> you know so, so esther hicks she channels abraham right are you familiar with esther hicks so there's a woman named Esther Hicks and she channels a spiritual being being called Abraham. And so one of the techniques that she put forward that I absolutely fell in love with is the 17 second rule. So the 17 second rule is kind of like the five second rule, which says, you know, if a piece of food falls on the floor and you got five seconds to pick it up and then it's still good. Yep. So, yeah. The 17 second rule says if I'm thinking a negative thought, I have 17 seconds to shift it before another negative thought is going to attach onto it. And then another 17 seconds before another thought. And it takes you further and further down that negative road.
1: Rabbit hole.
3: Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, and ultimately leaving you in your rabbit hole. And so, you know, you made the comment earlier about, Well, you know, but then I catch myself, you know, and I suggest to people, well, try to make it 17 seconds. So when I got rid of Mr. Wonderful, he's either called Mr. (laughs) Wonderful or Mr. Wright in the book because, you know, his name's (laughs) in the other book. It's not in this book because I just wouldn't want, didn't want to put it out there.
0: Right, Um, right. One book is enough for him. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, it just makes it sound like, you know, I, I, figured it all out, which apparently I didn't. But anyway, that's another story. Um <laughs> you know, but when we split up, it was kind of like, I mean, I ruminated a lot, you know, and then I learned about that 17 second rule. And it would be like, ah, I'm taking a shower, start thinking about nope, 17 second rule, you know, and I like go do something. And like, oh, and so people think, oh, well, I 17 second ruled it, and it's just, you know, it should be a done deal. But there were periods where it was like, I was 17 seconding rule myself, you know, like every two or three times a minute. Just yeah. to think about yeah. something else. Think yeah. about something
1: else.
3: Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And it, it
1: practice makes perfect, you know, it's a
3: practice.
1: It is, and it is, and it's a whole new mantra, and it's a whole new thing, and you gotta, you gotta set your goals. I mean, if you want to live your life, okay. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna go here, all right. Because um, we talk about addictions and stuff. I did have a problem with alcohol. I did go to AA, and thank God I did, okay. But they have the 12 steps of AA are fucking amazing, all right. They really are, all right. You get my. <laughs> But they are. And I think the entire mm. world should be ruled by these rules. Okay. These are, they're, they're moral. You know, they're, they're keeping you on your toes. They're making you accountable. They're keeping you, you know, if you wrong someone, this, this is the thing. Now, a lot of times when we carry all our emotions into the future and project it onto to someone else even, right. But they will burr themselves in here. All right. And they will deter us from moving on because it's like, oh, well, they'll never forgive me. They'll never this, they'll never that. This is going to happen again. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, oh, just stop. It's a, this is a vicious cycle, right, over and over and over and over and over again. Right, so you stop it. So now they give you this thing, okay? You write these things down, okay? You admit where you're wrong, where you, would, you know, you, you write down where you think people wronged you, right? You want to make amends. You're going to try to make amends, you know? Some people will not forgive you or you will not forgive some other people. Okay, Mm -hmm. fine. All right. The problem, the thing is, is you made the attempt. So now your conscience will be clear. And then this this will, though, get rid of a lot of this baggage that really is like stifling to your progress, you know? And once you rid yourself of that, now you're open up to all a whole bunch of positivity is Mm -hmm. negativity, you know, and that can really overpower all that negative and you can, you can move forward.
3: Well, and one of the things that it does is the steps cause you to have to go inside and become aware of, well, this is what I did or, you know, and become aware of what's going on inside you know and it really has a very mindfulness practice to it and you know and so and once you start becoming aware of what's going on inside or how your actions affect other people or how other people's actions affect you it's like kind of once you go through that door you can't go back you're right you're right and you look at things a whole different way you know? I'm sorry, I think there's you, a mosquito in my office and it's like... Oh, I hate it. <laughs>
1: and you can... Uh, and Are
3: you sure it's a mosquito? No dead people, people. No, no. there was something that landed on me. And, and mosquitoes love me.
1: I got attacked with a dog this morning. I'm like, what is it? Because people are out mowing their lawns and stuff. I'm like, there you go, feast over there, right? Leave me alone. <laughs> 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 the dog, <laughs> But oh, I hate mosquitoes. But, but but getting back to this though i mean you do you do figure out really how to live your life and yeah you do you do um you can't you can't not know these things right you can't not live your life like this you may kind of fall back sometimes you know i mean you may want to wallow in things and stuff you know for a while but you know, you give yourself almost like that second twenty-second, seventeen-second rule thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might give yourself twenty-five seconds. You might give yourself, you know, whatever. As long as you do it, you know, and that's the- and, and that's the
3: key. As long as you do it, yeah. You know, and sometimes, okay. So I was having a great stretch, good energy, joyful. The world was excellent. And then I contacted GoDaddy because I was having an issue with my webpage. Oh, no. Well, See, no, you know no. where I'm going already. Yeah. You know? And that was like a month of care. <laughs> And you know, normally I go to yoga on Wednesday night and it's a very relaxing to me meditative. Like- I couldn't even go because I was just like so freaking cranky. And I'm like, okay, you were just joyful a couple of weeks ago, and now you're here. And it took me another month to kind of get back out of wherever it was I was, because, you know, because even working with my tools, I was stuck. And I finally had to just, you know, honor that this is where I was, and that I would eventually emerge on the other end, which obviously wasn't too fast enough for me. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, but Bob does all the all the electronic stuff. I don't know if they have this thing in here. I do not. Oh, that's too bad. I was going to show you my persuader.
3: Your persuader?
1: Yes, which is a hammer. And I'll tell you, <laughs> 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 that is how I deal with computer issues. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But no, Bob has Bob has the patience, mostly, right, to deal with that. He'll lose his patience for things I think mean nothing, you know, but it, obviously they mean something to him because he loses his marbles over it, right? But he'll have the patience to deal with it and the people helping him to fix a site or whatever. Because we have, you know, Vortex Ghost gear, we have we have all number of sites, you know. And he, he runs them all. Thank God. Because seriously, I you know, I would like want to reach through the phone and kill these people. And
3: then I feel much better. <laughs> Well, you know, if they were helpful, it would be one thing. <laughs> but when you call and they say, oh, well, it's because of this. And it's like, dude, it's not. Yeah, you know no. what's you know, what going on. You know, so one of the issues I was having, I'll just jump it. One of the issues I was having was I was really working on my web page speed. And I changed my template and I did all these things. And my page speed didn't change, which it should have changed. And one of the things that I noticed was that GoDaddy installs these two payment systems. One is Stripe, so it's the credit card reader thing, and then a GoDaddy payment system. So if you install WooCommerce as your interface, credit card interface for your web page, it automatically installed these two pieces of software that I could not delete. It was behind the firewall. I could not delete them. So they were like, no, no, it doesn't do anything. Blah, blah, blah. It's your problem. Blah, call your web developer. Blah. So I went on a different one of my sites and I made a little test site and I installed WooCommerce on the second site and the page speed dropped 40 points. 40 points. Oh, yeah, oh, but it doesn't do anything. But it's not their problem. You know. <laughs> wow. I'm like well just delete it rah,
1: rah, rah.
3: I'm like oh my god
1: you just did all this work and you want to
3: delete it I just wanted them to delete the programs that they installed yep. that I didn't install. Finally yep. I found a plugin that basically voided them oh and nice and yep. it's like okay well that's better here buy this so- get this software okay 60 bucks did nothing get this. This amount of money did nothing. I'm like, yeah,
1: it, 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 they were, Yeah, they they will do that to you to, to death. And then uh, Bob Bob did finally lose his patience with one one of <laughs> them, our things, and he oh. just left them because they did run a lot of our things. But we did something else and had it all set and running before we did that. You know, what I mean, yeah, and all the plugins yeah. and all that stuff too. You know, it was all done in, in the meantime, but that that's a lot of work. That is a lot of work to have something stupid, ruin it all. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, And I identified it, you know, and it was, it was their attitude to me that, and this is the part that pissed me off and just kept me going that I was an idiot, that it isn't a problem, that you need to go over here and do this thing, which, oh, and then finally, after literally a month of calling almost every day i get this very nice young man on there and he goes well, i don't really know how to fix that but let me send you to a tier two guy yep. and i already had fixed the found that one plug-in but there was still an issue and he goes oh well your domain's not pointing to the right place and blah 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 and he's like fixed huh <sighs> uh. I,
1: I, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I, I just, I no, don't. I just don't like myself in and computers and things. No patience. I have no patience. I, I admit it. I own it. I, it's true. I, I have big, big persuaders. I have the big sledgehammer. I have windows that I'm going to throw things out of. I mean, <gasps> I, and I will. <laughs> and I'm going when I do it. I will video it <laughs> because it happens. That is what I yeah we, we
0: need a, a destruction what is it that, that that thing that they have out there now it's a destruction room where you can go in and yes swing a baseball yes. bat a golf yeah, club anything, and whatever At, they have all kinds of stuff i'm going to have a room just built for computers just for you to destroy yes.
3: Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah see my thought other than dealing with this people that's the part that gets me the most you know when i'm working on something and it's not working and it's my belief is, if you're not cursing at your computer while you're trying to set things up, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay.
1: That's yep. Gina. I that's... mean, I get to. Yep. I get. Uh, as me. I'm swearing constantly, but I, I'll get there. I'll get there. But I think mm-hmm. it's. It's a. I think it's a. And, cold. and it's
0: true. The thing is, you have to let it out. Gina used to call me and leave me such charming <laughs> messages in the morning. Uh, something wasn't working, and I would. Wake up to the Facebook Messenger with a voice message. Only one time did I forget to put in my earbud and put it, listen to it. You're like,
3: ah. Exactly,
0: exactly. But then I messaged her after and I went, you feel better? She goes, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen you in a long time, Mr. Eddie. you still doing your show? Were you on his show? Not in a long time. Yeah, I I was on his show before, too. What's going on mr eddie fill us in um yeah (laughs) but but uh i have a lot of um dead computers around i have two over here i've got two up there (laughs) he's holding it for that
0: destruction room
3: yep all ready to go oh your puppy's in the background oh yeah that's he
0: likes onyx that's onyx um, he's all white, but when, when I first got him, he was uh, blacks and browns and, and a little bit of white. But I shaved him for the very first time, and now he's all white. Except for his little muzzle here and his nose, because that's why he was called Onyx in the beginning.
3: But now people go,
0: why do you call him Onyx? He's white. His nose is black. Poodle, <laughs> poodles do that. You know,
3: you get him one color, and then they become something they... else. Okay, yeah. sure.
1: You
3: want to see the perfect dog for the box, then?
0: She's got a fox, or at least he looks like a fox. He's adorable.
1: Hey, little puppy. Did I wake you up? Mm-hmm. But this is my this is biscuit.
3: Hey, he's, biscuit.
1: He's <laughs> like a little fox. He does look like a little fox when he A little curly tail that puffs up and everything. And this is, he's such a love. I rescued him. He's 15 now. So I just rescued oh, really? him. Yeah. And um, he He's was like, like, do you see
0: that look? Did you just tell my mm-hmm. age on Dan Dashaldee? <laughs> <laughs> He's your sweet boy. Okay. Why did you name your show The Fox Den? Uh, why did I name
1: my show? Okay.
2: Because
1: the show, okay, what happened was the original show was uh, Second Sight with Chris George and we had Dr. Rita was uh, one of our favorite guests to have on, and um, but he got so busy doing readings that he left. And, and on second sight, I used to do because my spirit animal is the fox or the butterfly. Mine's a fox. Okay, and I used to do a little segment on the show every show, like like Athena does the Crystal of the Week. I would do a little segment on paranormal. And it was called The Fox Den, right? So then when Chris left, I still kept the name Second Sight for a very long time. But then after a while, I'm like, Chris, do you mind? I said, are you definitely not coming back? And he said, no, I'm definitely not coming back. And I said, all right, then I'm gonna change the name of the show. And I named it The Fox Den. So then when Mama D came on, because I was on her show, she had fireside chats with Mama Mm -hmm. D. And you know, uh, Angel Meadows radio and everything. A conversation else. with friends. Yeah, we going back and forth on each other's show. And then I said, you know, you should just stay and co host. <laughs> and then yeah. she left. And, and now it's the Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D. So that's, uh, that's exactly. Um, and the that.
0: thing is, she didn't realize that we were meant to be together because if you look back in all of her stuff that's connecting with foxes, there's always a butterfly in there. So I'm the butterfly, she the fox. She stuck with me, or we stuck with each other.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're writing a book together, too, an Oracle book. Yeah. We need to get around to doing, Something, continuing that yeah, from these days. So it'll get done. So that is
0: why the show is called The Fox Den. Yep.
1: Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. thank you thank you thank you and um so you used to do your your radio show
3: uh, just it was just energy radio and so my live stream which is in competition with yours is on thursday night and you can catch it live streamed on youtube um at just energy radio on youtube whatever that is (laughs) (laughs) yep
1: yep <clears throat> right, I know, I know. It's just, that's horrible. But the, the only good thing, though, is if you want to watch either one, there's archives. I mean, you know, our show. Yeah, exactly. For the Fox and with Gina B. and Maudez. Well, one week show. watch
0: What's us live. One week yeah. watch Dr. Rita Louise live.
1: Right. And you mm-hmm. can still put your comments in there. And we still get the comments even if you watch when the show is yeah. not live. And we can still answer the comments and stuff. We can still ask the questions. If you ask the question for Rita on our youtube mm-hmm. you, know, you are streaming on hers but if you asked it on ours i would you know get the question over to her and get Yeah, answer you know so that's that's the that's the upside so there's always an upside okay
0: exactly <laughs> we will always keep you busy
1: yep okay what is this now oh
0: What's just I um, we're just ignore
1: it what is other that- uh-oh
3: Are you on fire? (laughs) I'm sure it was a child abduction alert. Oh no! Yeah, (laughs) I hate those
1: things. (laughs) I mean, I hate the fact that there's you know Mm -hmm. that. Gosh, how are we doing on time? Oh my gosh, we only have we've got a half an hour left. Yeah. Um, So, what do you? Let's see. Do you want to talk about any of your other books? Do you want to talk about more about the book coming up? Is there something that you're doing that you want to plug besides your Thursday competition show with us on 7 o'clock?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what day was that?
1: What what time was that?
0: Thursday
3: from 7 to 8 central time. So 8 what, to 9.
1: Yeah. Oh, central, yeah. yeah. So 8 to 9 hour time. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it would be watch her show for the first hour and then come see us for the second hour.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. But these are her books, okay? The, the one that we've been talking a lot about is that first one, there, you know, The Empath and The Dysfunctional Dance. If you have any kind of horrible relationship or a friend, a friend in this kind of relationship, this is absolutely the book to own. Um, now, she has studied mankind you know our our origins our iconographies are you know are we star seeds? are we you know are we from the universe i mean there's like there's so into the paranormal and into every aspect of what can possibly happen mm-hmm. to us and has happened to us in the past you know is what like floats our boat <laughs> so
3: she- i mean i think i really you know I mean, this book is really kind of taking things full circle, I think. Um, You know, but I think if I have to really take a step back, I I think I really enjoy looking at the human experience, you know, and how we interact with the world and how, you know, people interacted in the world back in antiquity, you know, versus now, versus inside, outside. So I think it's really cool, you know, but I think something that might be interesting to talk about is, you know, what's going on today. It just seems like there are so many toxic, negative people out there now, you know, you post something on Facebook, you know, which. You know, is a joke or a Maybe. comment, and yep. you get slammed. Which, right you know, I don't think people recognize that. You know, their negative energy and their their toxic comments affect people,
1: right? Yeah. I think I think the friggin' pandemic really put a spin on so many people in the wrong way here. You know, I mean, but it did destroy so many lives. You know, if you weren't prepared or you couldn't, you know, really make it through it, you know, if you lose your job and you're losing everything or if you lost your business or whatever. So there's a lot of negativity that was kind of forced on the global scale because before that we were doing the opposite, you know, we were connecting on such unbelievable levels, Mm -hmm. you know, psychically, energetically, all the way around the universe. It was going our way. You know what I mean? It was really going a positive way. And that veil was thinning and people were connecting. Mm-hmm. Everything. And then the pandemic hit.
3: Well, and I think people have PTSD because right. yep. of the pandemic because of the pandemic. You know, but unless you sit there and go, Oh, you know, I just went through this traumatic event where everyone on the planet was running around in fear and in a in panic mode you know then you can't sit there and go okay so what do i need to do to move myself out of that or heal myself from that i mean there really aren't that many people that talk about the impact that the pandemic had on individual people's self you know their their inner being i mean i know for myself you know my goal other than going fishing because that was pretty much all you could do um (laughs) it's true um was to just stay grounded you know and just not be in fear you know and i was like well you know if you could be a beacon of light which you know it might have been like a a match because (laughs) i wasn't feeling particularly bright But I'm like, but you know what? If I can have a match, that would be better than just being in this pitch black darkness, Mm -hmm. which is how the world seemed at that time. Right. It was not good.
1: No, no. But, you know, mankind survives. It's what we do. You know, and in the universe, I mean, that's the yin and the yang, right? We can't have the good without the bad. We can't have the pretty without the ugly. We can't have, you know, all, blah, 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 blah. It's endless, right? So
3: it's what you do with it, though, you know? But if you don't realize that there's some damage, yeah. yet you can't go, oh, well, maybe it affected me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. The counseling, you know, is a, is a must, and there there isn't enough counseling. And then when you do go to counseling, all they do is want to write you a prescription. So that is not the way the world needs to be right now. Mm-hmm. Need to talk. And people need to get to the root of the issue and solve the issue.
4: You yeah. know, and do people,
1: the work. They want that miracle cure. Yeah. You know, but people also need to be heard.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, as much as we, you know, we want to. I can talk until i'm blue in the face but if nobody's hearing me it's not going to do any good and and just an example i had a woman who called today where i work and she had to cancel her booking because um she had had uh, something that was an emergency came up and normally we don't i wouldn't cancel it and she's she's you can feel i can feel the the, the stress building in her conversation and i said look hang on i said my job is to stress. Your job is to breathe, relax. Just let me handle it. You know, I hear what you're saying. I understand what the problem is. Let me fix it. Breathe. Let me fix it. And I fixed it for her. And she's like, holy cow. Thank you very much. You you listened to what I had to say. Said, yeah, that's what I do. That's my job. I have to listen to you. I don't have to, but I want to. It's what I enjoy doing. And I fix it. If I can't fix it, trust me, I find, I'll find the bear, the bear in the woods and I'll poke him until I figure out how to fix it. So it's, that's the thing. People can talk until they're blue in the face, but unless they're heard, Mm -hmm. it doesn't do any good. It's true. And that's a lot of people, you, you sit there and I love how people put all over Facebook, you know, um, if you're my friend, uh, post this on, share and post this on your page. And, you know, I'm, there's always an open door. I don't copy and paste. I might copy and paste and make an adjustment to it, but I'll take off copy and paste so that other people, if I agree with what you're saying, then I will. Because to me that means I'm hearing somebody. They need to have this. What gets me is when people go, do you know that you shouldn't put that up on your Facebook? And it's like, it's my Facebook, right? I can yeah. do what I want. Someone, and, when I know, and when I know there's something going to be a little bit hanky, the people are going to go, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll turn off the notifications so I don't hear it. Someone,
1: someone got offended because I was Posting all the Fox pictures or I was posting Fox memes and things and and um, and I was putting things up like Personal things Fox image and they're like, well, you know, that's disrespectful to the Fox and it's this and that like no, it isn't Uh That is my spirit. Yeah You shouldn't be putting those things on Facebook and you shouldn't be disrespectful and you shouldn't be I'm like, you know what? Block delete and see ya, right? Because you make it no sense, one, and that's the one good thing about Facebook. When people act like it's but hit block delete, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You know, problem solved. But you know, that's it. That,
0: that person needed to, needed to vent his nastiness, his or her whatever the case. But it maybe. Did, like people need to vent their
3: nastiness yeah. more and more, and in the same breath, you know. There are so many people like in your position that answer the phone that are customer service people that don't want to listen. And oh no, I know. Hear you. And, nope. and-,
1: and they're in the wrong job. Yeah, like yeah. you like your GoDaddy people. I had a GoDaddy site a long time ago when I made decorative solutions for um, my my uh, design business, and I was so busy, you know, and I just didn't have time for that. You know, I was working all the time, you know. And then doing paperwork and then doing plans and doing designs and shopping and curtains and this and that, you know. I was like all the time. I was like it just never ending, you know, and then there'd be a problem with production and there'd be, you know, if all the scene's not right, but right? all right. You know, I was always doing that. But when it came to the site, you know, I was like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. And let's hurry up and wait. You know, wait for hours before they answer the phone and then yeah. you can wait another couple hours for them to do whatever they're doing. You let them into their computer. You don't know what the hell they're doing if you're, they're mm-hmm. in the computer, you know? And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> you know, you know, I, don't like, I don't have time it's for taking it off. you know, um, but I need my computer. And I, you know, so it's like, yeah.
3: you know, but I just think it makes it hard. You know, I think there are some people like you guys, you know, that Try to have positive energy and try to keep your emotions high, you know? And even if you'd have like a day where it totally sucks because you talk to Go Daddy on the phone, you know, it's, it's not that that's your normal place of being, you know? There are a lot of people that that's just kind of their normal yeah. place. Yep. Yeah, I know. It, I know and, a lot of them. Like, oh, know, Bob, Grumpy, Mr. Grumpy,
1: he's always. He always looks like he's angry. Always. Even if he's not, he looks like he's angry. I'm like, what's the mm-hmm. matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? Nope. nope, You know, it's like, something's the matter. And then I'll find out
3: two days later,
1: what's the matter? You know? Mm-hmm. But there was something. And that's when you
0: got to poke the bear. Mm. Well, I do anyway. <laughs> you know, I just find, what,
3: what? And, and I'd love to hear you guys reflect on this. You know, I, I have been finding that it's just been harder and harder to spend any time and be around those people. It's true.
1: Oh, that, sure. that is true. It, it is difficult. Um, I've lost so many friends because I can't deal with their shit. You know, um, one girl went psycho on me and, you know, wrote like all kinds of stuff because I, I couldn't spend time with the <laughs> Same thing. Two people I couldn't spend time with. I am busy. I had like four businesses going at once. You know, I'm sorry. I can't drop everything and go to Bahaba with you. All right. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Okay. Yeah. Can't do it. It's like, you know, all the way up there in man, By the time you get there and, you know, no, it would have been great. But, you know, I had to, and she just went crazy. And, you know, you're not a girlfriend. You're not. You know, and it's like, I just can't. I'm sorry. I cannot deal with your neediness. You know, your, your, your clinginess. you're you're needy or whatever you know and that's just a small example of of the different types the personalities i can't function with you know Mm -hmm. i just can't i have i don't have patience for i don't have patience for stupid i don't have patience (laughs) i'm sorry i don't i really put up with me you're not stupid (laughs) by any way you're you're very special i love you (laughs) (laughs) not short but special. (laughs) You're special (laughs) <laughs> I
0: like it's fun you meet a lot of interesting people you, 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 um, know I, you know what i mean yeah
1: like you know ignorance and and intolerance and,
0: you know, uh, i don't know i i i understand what you guys are saying um i have it's a rarity for me to run into those people in in my circle uh, as i won't allow i i don't know if it's because i won't allow them close to me and and it's not an a uh, thing that i do con you know consciously but the people that i hang around are like whether it's here in facebook or here in my personal life that i don't have that total negative i need you 100 so, of i mean gina sent me something today we haven't spoken in in since since the last show we like two will say two months and it's like i'll just check in every okay. so. It's just me. Check it in. Stalker, yep. you know, going. How's it going? Yep. And, and, go, and I don't have. I don't have people that that need me 24/7 to be there. I was like, because they know they can't get it. I know Gina's always busy. It's like, are you breathing? are you sleeping yeah.
1: okay we're good you know and i, and I know where
0: going down i'm starting and to
1: build it's the thing that says stuff about you know um a good true friend is you know always there regardless whether you speak every day or not exactly you know, i mean that's a true friend it, it will be there when you really need them and you know they're always there you know in, in and
0: I, I i've been blessed cursed whatever you want to call it with with great friends like gina and and they leave, they deal with me and they put up with me and I deal with them and I put up with them, and I don't have. I can't. I can't. I don't allow people to stay in my brain. For, I mean, I may have. I must have come across a few, but I don't remember them. Because it takes my energy that I don't. I want to give people that energy.
1: Right. So, but now, Rita, you're in three of the community right because now we do metaphysical community here mm-hmm. mostly all right great 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 people usually yeah. pretty positive very yeah, funny, pretty
0: very funny. Happy,
1: very you know
0: you have your one or two, they're kind of cranky
1: old parts, but yeah, in general. Then, then, then you get paranormal. I'm paranormal, right? Paranormal drama. I'm simple. watching
0: that one. That community's fun drama, to watch.
1: Drama, drama, drama. You don't know who's click is who's in who, like, click and clicking. What blah, blah blah blah. What's going on? Or who did what? Or whatever. It's always something, you know. But now, so you're in the paranormal click. You're in the metaphysical click. You're in the ET click. The the UFO click and stuff and the, and the ancient mystery and the right so so you're in all these different communities so you have a lot yeah and a <laughs> lot of different types of people in the clicks that go on there
3: so but you know what's interesting is that okay other than the ufo people because i have to kind of push them over to the side <laughs> you know they're all weird i mean even the ufo people are weird and you know, they're open to an alternative line of thought. You know, yeah. I mean, I know a bunch of Bigfoot people too. I mean, I live in Jefferson, so the Falk Monster isn't far from here, and they have one of the biggest Bigfoot conferences in Jefferson, which is right by me. You know, so I, yeah, know I people. In my cellar. <laughs> um, you know, but what was interesting, so I had gone. <laughs> Um, to the 60th anniversary of the Roswell crash, which is like right at 4th of July weekend with um, Jerry Pippen of jerrypippen.com, who was a podcast host who I learned so much from, um, you know, because he would come on my show or I would go on his show and just listening to him interview people and how he kept the conversation going. And, you know, and he was just a great dirty old man. And, uh, <laughs> I'm fine. and so I went with him. So he was doing podcasts the entire time. They gave him a, a room that was closed off. So he could just interview, you know, people that were at the event. And, uh, cause at the time it was a very, very popular show mm. and, but they gave him a booth. So he had a bunch of merchandise and he was like, look, you can set up and do readings if you mind the booth. And I'm like, mm, okay and i set up and they told me i could not do psychic greetings at the ufo conference
1: why not you're gonna unleash some bad memories of
3: whatever because scared? it's it's like devil stuff or something oh my god and i'm sitting there going wait a minute so you can be abducted by an alien and that's perfectly okay and i just want to sit here and do some freaking psychic readings And I'm the freaking devil. (laughs) devil. Okay. Oh wow. So I always have to put those UFO people like a little caveat over there, you know, (laughs) because they're open to a certain extent, but then not everywhere. I mean, the medical. I think it's like that
1: flat Earth guy. Oh yes, Jareth. Yeah. Oh, that that was insane. What what a show. I I've never been speechless really ever in my life. Two shows between him. Two shows. That's it. Two shows. That was kind of.
3: I could never get a flat earth guy to come on to my show and I really did try and I never could.
0: Oh we did. We oh. can we can connect you up
3: probably. No, I'm not doing my show anymore. No. So I had this one, you know, and I'll I'll name him. Because there's no way for me to like tell the story without it. So I was interviewing John Lear. So he's the son of the guy who invented the Lear Jed John Lear life was a chest. Oh, wait a minute. He's the one that saw all the little teeny ships that are attached
1: to the big ships. Is that the one?
3: No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. You know, and so I thought I knew what a shtick was, you know, that they were bases on Mars and the dark side of the moon. I don't know. That's what I thought. And he comes on and he is just telling me stuff that is contrary to where I thought yes that's he was, what to us you know yeah. and which is what i was like prepare for that's what my question said you know yep. and yep. and he was saying stuff that i i had nothing yep. i yeah. literally had nothing well okay we had reverend battle okay well mm-hmm. wait a minute but wait a minute so my mom used to listen to the show on her phone because it was on blog talk and she's not enjoying it. She wants to hang up. And my dad's like, don't hang up. This is funny as hell. <laughs> so, then, so then my husband comes home and he would always listen to the show and he would offer critique, usually a fairly nice one. But usually I knew what he was going to say. And so that night he was I, he comes in. And I'm like, I don't even want to hear about it. I don't even want to hear about it. It was a terrible show. Terrible. And he goes, well you need to come up with a different word other than fascinating. And I just <laughs> looked at him and I said, well, I didn't think bullshit was appropriate.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Well, we were, right. <clears throat> I always get media kits and books and this and that mm-hmm. for all my people, right? So now I really, you know, this one, I didn't read the books because he didn't want to send the books, right? But it was about like exorcisms and, you know, that type of stuff so I thought we were going to be talking about these things like he was into what we do in the paranormal and everything else and I talked to his girl right that runs all his stuff and you know we had it all set up I had questions everything Mm. this guy came on he was like he ruled the world basically okay when he dies heaven there was God and then there was him yeah, there's no dogs in heaven one. oh god yes lost all our people right there but he's yeah if he goes if, if you think of heaven as a high rise god's on the top floor and i'm on the next floor down and then he says in here on earth no one should do any kind of exorcisms except for me i am i am empowered right from god Blah 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 i'm just like yep yeah yep yeah, he's talking about the gates, and when you walk up to the gates, and there's... And he walks on water. No separate one for dogs. All right. Okay. I'm like, okay. And then they ask us a question, and I'd just be like...
3: Got nothing. Yeah. yeah. Keep talking.
1: I got nothing. I got nothing.
3: Yeah, I did this one interview, and I had gotten this woman's first book that was channeled, but it was... And I don't normally like channeled material, but... It was so high vibrating that I decided to interview her. That's like a lot of words. It's um, a lot of words. It's really and, and, the, and then she came out with a second book that was about like Jesus and Mary Magdalene. So I thought it was going to be about like soulmates or something like that. But it turned out that the book was like, Well, Jesus and Mary went down to the Seven Eleven and they got a Slurpee, and and then they went up on this hill and hung out and you know like they watched the clouds go by. And I'm like, I can't even interview this, but she was already scheduled, you know. And it was like, oh my God. So, thank God it was only
1: an hour. I have have a whole bunch. I have a whole bunch of books over here, but I got this one here that I thought you might like narctionary okay. oh god yeah the narcissist abuse uh, recovery dictionary the book that's going to be one of our shows coming up i'm just like all right that sounds that sounds interesting haven't read it yet because i always read the week before the show but well, you know i think
3: it's <clears> interesting <throat> with narcissism that there are words you know like i just learned a new word that's not in my book called baiting you know, where they'll just like bug you about stuff and bug you yep. about stuff until they get a reaction out of you. Yep. Well, I've I definitely have experienced it. Yep. I didn't. It's know that that it, I didn't know it was a thing. You know, I just thought it was yep. them, not a narcissistic thing thing you know there's a whole freaking book <laughs> it's a whole book of words
1: book. yeah i don't know how many pages hold on hold on let's see how many pages is there? i'm just
3: how many different words are in there i mean is it like 182.
1: 182. holy crap yeah there's, six, there's a whole thing on on just abuse there's just the words 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 there's a recovery section yeah, yeah. I think it,
0: when it comes to, to narcissists, I think that they've been around forever, but it's just now that baiting. we're beginning to talk about it, we're beginning to realize them. Baiting. They go baiting. Yeah.
2: baiting. We're now beginning bait, to talk switch. about
0: them and realize that they're actually out there. You know, it's like they've always been around, but we just never spoke of it. Yeah. And now it's time mm-hmm. that the people who have been through it, like yourself, are just showing it to people. Hey, look, this, this is out there. And a lot of people are going, Oh, so that's what I went through, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, that's uh, what I love about uh, our show and a lot of the shows that we, we, that I listen to is that they sort of open windows for us to see that things are out there. People are out there, good, bad, or otherwise <laughs> crazy. Yeah, um, they're up. out Keep there. Speaking of, okay. Um, <clears throat> this. Virgil Kane, <laughs> Hey, from Manchester, England. My parents were from Ireland. The fairy mound or fairy woman, Banshee, is a female spirit in Irish folklore who heralds the death of a family member, usually a screaming, by screaming or wailing, shrieking, or keening. Her name is connected to the mythologically import, important tamuli or mounds that dot the Irish countryside, which are known as as a side, singular side, old Irish. Um, did I miss where this one was coming from?
1: I'll
3: I think it's just informational.
1: Yeah, know. it's just informational, but it was like cool information, like, you mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. because there's so many, there's so many aspects to, between paranormal, um, mm-hmm. physical folklore, fairy folklore, elementals. I mean, there's just so many realms and so many things, cryptids, whatever, you know, in um, us being starseeds. You know, seriously, there's so much that goes on in this world that if you don't do some footwork and look into things, you know. Yeah, and be
0: open to it. Yeah. As a lot of people It's like, no, it's not possible. A it's lot because of you're not open to it, listening to it. You know, whether it's it's aliens, whether it's Flat Earth, <laughs> you know, P- be open to it. Listen to it. I guess uh, the Flat Earth guy, I some of the stuff he said kind of sort of made sense, which was scary because the rest of the ship was. Well, that's sorry.
1: how you, did, you, you
3: know. Know. can be
1: born, right? Real
3: you know? <laughs> <Feel> easy because <laughs> you can make things sound believable. Yeah, true. You know, my philosophy is, you know, I love a good conspiracy theory or some like weird thing and it doesn't mean i necessarily have to believe it yeah but i'm glad that i know it's there because if it really actually is true then it's not like some big surprise right you know, it's like right. oh wow really that's true
1: yeah, yeah i have this girl on nancy heard that one too, she's, yeah. all, she's all about conspiracy theories and you know she she wrote many books on conspiracy theories which are really 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 um some of them are really out there but some of them like Hmm. you know yeah I can, I can actually see that happen you know so you, you just you just don't know what's going on um okay <clears throat> how was my question informational i nearly tried to add context yeah yeah no I, I liked it i i really liked it i liked what you said you know i i love stuff like that um, between fairy lore and folklore and all the cryptids and all the you know Native people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, native people and their, their beliefs and everything. I mean, they they've shaped societies, you know. Um you go back to Caveman days, like she she's studied all this stuff, like it's amazing. Amazing. You look at some of her books, it's amazing. You're watching movies, they're amazing, you know. But you go back to the Caveman days and you have hunter gatherers and you have storytellers, you have songwriters. You know the, the people that are preparing the food, and you know, and that's how society works. And and you tell stories, and the stories go on and on and on. And of course, you know the fisherman story. You know the fish was this big, this big, this big, this big, this big. So, but they have an origin based in truth. Usually, a fairy folklore has a base in truth. Yep.
3: You know, and there's always a level of consistency that you find from culture to culture to culture, which says somebody somewhere saw something like that. And now we're just bringing it forward, you know, right. and, and people go, well, you know, but it, gets all mixed up because, you know, it's like playing telephone and I'm like, gosh, no, no it's no.
1: not.
0: A
3: fact is a fact
1: is a fact, yeah. you know,
3: like, like oh, an, an icon,
1: right. In, in the iconography, there are no people traveling from continent to continent in those days mm-hmm. yet. The same statues, the same likenesses of deities are showing up from continent to continent to continent, whether they're being seen, whether you know what I mean by mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and recorded, and the same types of stories are re- recorded. There's a basis in truth there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was the
0: every, same- per- every pearl starts from a grain of sand. So, exactly. every story, every story. There's there's a there's a somewhere there's the truth, whether it's to one person or a group of people, it there's a grain of truth to some to every story, whether people like to believe it or not. Yep. There's always something that starts mm-hmm. somehow, it started somewhere. Yeah.
1: And and Virgil, that what you wrote about right there would be like a movie I'd be watching tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I my favorite kind of movies: banshees, and you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, and whatever, something scary. You know, it's my favorite kind of movie. Not, not too scary for
0: me, please. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, me either. <laughs> no, I, love
0: I, love I, I, I love them. I don't, I don't watch as juvenile as people think it is. I don't watch Chucky movies. I don't
1: watch Saw like, movies. I don't like slasher movies, but I like, like you know, it's supernatural. Uh, oh, but those I don't consider scary, and stuff.
0: You know, I, I have a couple of friends well they have the new thing on on was it discovery plus it's the exorcism group I know two of them and it's like originally I wouldn't have paid attention to it because I knew people who are my friends on Facebook I, I watched them and I was like oh, interesting but are not happening in my house but interesting
3: <laughs> so you know I can access um, this new series. Of- so I want to say it's called From. It might be Fear. Oh, but I, I think it's From. I, I can't get it. I can't get past the music. I love the music. No, it creeps me out. Oh my god! I want to make I like
1: make super court boxes. Oh yes, I love like spooky Cesar, Cesar. I It's Cesar, I can't, in a spooky spooky way. I know I can't get past the music, so it's like I'm not gonna watch it. So just bypass the music. Ooh, go like fast, like forward. fast forward. you <laughs> go fast, Monk. Pitcher go fast. <laughs> go fast. Me- I freaking love that music. Oh, my God. Well, oh, we can't be friends now. All right. Fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right, you two. Behave.
1: Calm now. People get like that, though. They really do. You know, because you don't like a show. You don't like this. You don't like oh, that. God, like, yeah. So what? Do you know mm-hmm. what? That's what makes the world go around.
0: Because you don't believe what I believe and you don't know what I know. I can't be your friend. That's right. Um, okay. No. Yeah.
3: It's like, okay, whatever. That's really freaking weird, but
0: whatever. I have a
3: friend who we were very close, but we didn't believe the same thing. And I'm, hmm. and so now we're not friends anymore. And I'm like, oh. Okay, I didn't know our relationship was based on what we believe in or mm-hmm.
1: not. Oh yeah. Well, I, then I, you'll I, never find someone that's exactly like you. you God know, forbid, there's so You'll do be, exactly be alone for like the rest me. of your life, whoever that was. Yeah. Right? Because really,
0: when I first started talking about um, Reiki and my angels and stuff, I have a a, a reverend in my town. He totally does not believe. He believes that the angels are, you know, devils in disguise and yada, yada, yada. And I said to him, I said, you know, Rev, I said, we're going to agree to disagree, but I'm always going to like you as a person just because for this moment in time, you don't believe what I believe. And fine, but we agree to disagree. And this is what I think people should do. Like, I don't believe that. That's fine. It doesn't make you a different person than the person right. I got to know in yeah. the first place. If
1: you don't like a show, change the channel. Exactly. You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean I don't like that show and I'm going to keep it on that channel, maybe in a different room. Right? right. Yeah, right. exactly.
0: After I, I'll go in my office and you can right. stay in the living
1: room. Oh, yeah. I don't know, puppies or something after. Okay? But I'm going to watch my horror right now. <laughs> but Virgil says some people, uh, some, some believe the fairies to be spirits of the dead, while some believe them to be fallen angels. Though the exact providence of fairies is unknown, the idea of the fairy is very dear to the English folklore. Since centuries, fairies have been painting the imagination of children and adults alike with their benevolence, notoriety, and magical powers. Amen. You know, um, there are so many um, books, and children books, and adult books, and everything between fairies, elves, gnomes, uh, All the elementals are, are that's mixed. From the we folk. With that, yeah. You know, they're even making a Disney movie now about elementals. So they're trying to get the the information out there, whatever way they can. Yeah. You
0: know, again, it's all based, there's always a, a, a smidgen of truth from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And some people just don't get it, but you know, hey, that's life. Yeah. Anyway, my darlings, you do realize it's 10 it 3. It,
1: it is. It is.
3: Well, listen, it was. It's just so awesome. excellent. It just felt so nice to like hang out with you guys and be in your vibe and you know it was good. Yeah. Oh, fun. I, I, I just I just
1: I I adore you I, I, adore I love you too. I, you gotta get this book done. You really do, because I need to get
3: it. I don't know. So I'm on I think I have two more chapters.
1: Ah. Right. Ah. so, so okay. it's getting close. Okay. So you guys, all right, that is Rita's um website there soulhealer.com. Please, please, please go check it out. Okay. Yeah. This is some of her books. All her books. Oh, let me get the um
3: you know, and they can go there if they want to schedule a private consultation with me. Just, you know, send me an email. There's plenty of yeah. information about that on the webpage also.
1: Yeah, she does so much. I mean there's so much. We we didn't even scratch the surface of the no. thing this woman does. I think Seriously. we could
0: we could have you every one one show every month for for a year and we probably still
1: do, still would have new things to figure one out. One subject.
0: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's
1: amazing. And these are these are only a lot of her her movies that she put together too and there are links on how you can get those movies and how you can download these movies. And believe me the the thought process, the the cinematography, the the everything that she puts into these are so well worth watching. You will You'll thank me, all right? You will thank me. That's <laughs> right. Because I still I talk about it today, and that you know, still in in all my shows, and, and it pops up in my in my mind. I'll be reading something or reading one of these books I have to read, and I'll be like, ah, oh, I remember this in this film. I remember that, and you know, and it's like there it is, there it is, you know. Full circle always comes full circle. So, Rita, you are amazing. I did want to ask you about being on um, on Ancient Aliens.
3: I mean, I really just had like a little teeny smidge part. Now, the more recent thing is that I have been on Gaia's Ancient Mysteries or Ancient Civilization number four. And then I went back and was filmed for Ancient Civilization number five. So that hasn't come There we go. Oh, cool. Well, I have and to. Like, and like, I'm like a regular head on the different episodes, I didn't just have like one little baby part. Wow. I'm actually, I'm on, on, on YouTube, this is good. So, on YouTube, if you go to Gaia's page, so G A I A, and they have like video shorts, you know, so just like those two minute videos. If you scroll through it, there's actually a short of me on there, and it's gotten like 300,000 hits on it or something.
1: All right. Mama, get in there. Put that in the, in the, um, Doing the it right now. Yeah. All right. That is, um, that's amazing. That's awesome. I'm gonna be there's gonna be a few more hits because I'm looking. Boom. Okay. I, I'm proud of you, girl. I'm proud of very thank proud. Thank
3: you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna wait. Did you get that? Did you get it yet? B
1: A I A. There we
0: go.
3: There's kind of a lot of them. It might it took me a while to kind of surf through it. Uh,
0: I'll find the link and make sure All that you. I put it into the into the Into all the
1: various chat rooms. Okay, all right. So uh, we're gonna play our exit video. Hang for a second, and we will see you all um, next week. Next week, yeah. Next week, we're gonna be just kind of chit-chatting again too. I'll just Mm -hmm. uh, tell you all about the event that we had and and stuff coming up and things like that. Um, We'll talk about that next week, and uh, maybe we'll pull a few cards for you too. So ciao for now. Love you. Love you, Mama. Love you too. Love you. You so much, Rita. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, now. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Fox Den with Gina B. and Mama D. We are here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you a variety of guests. We stream live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, as well as all our Anchor FM venues. We hope you enjoyed our show, our guest, and our featured Crystal of the Week segment with Athena Bari, and we would also appreciate it and love it if you would go to our YouTube channel, The Fox Den with Gina B and Mama D, subscribe, like, and definitely hit that notification button to never miss a show. We'll see you all next week, and subscribers, watch for our pop-up shows as well.